Greetings, lovely people, and welcome to the Dread in the Shed podcast. I am Daddy Cam of the One Love Army, and I am in the shed telling my stories. Well, welcome, listeners, and thanks for joining me. Now, where was I? Oh, yeah, if I remember correctly, I was uh, talking talk over parts one and two. Okay, so I think the idea behind that was to um, fix in your minds the fact that whatever else I talk about in 1980 or 81, talk over and 82, talk over were in full effect during that time and um, as much as it was a massive uh, part of my life at the time I've also got to talk about my personal life and this is a tricky one now then I have not made any notes for this one it has been uh, I've been running it through my mind for a few days and uh, I'm gonna have a go and go with the flow it's the dread in the shed off the top of his head with another story for you now then now then I've talked about me Julie and in fact I will probably um, do an episode about me Julie but it won't be this one um, but as um, as well as talk over taking up a lot of my time <laughs> my relationship was taking a lot of my time and if anything you know my relationship probably meant a little bit more to me <laughs> so um, so there you go it was my first serious relationship and um, as I said we'll talk about it a bit more in, a, in another episode but um, in having my first serious relationship you know I got to understand some of the uh, you know the mechanics ins and outs of relationships and how they work and um, and how they can be arguments <laughs> and disputes and how there is always two sides to every story so this was just down to experience and it's something you can only learn you know once you are in a relationship um, you know a one-on-one like that anyway so you know I was learning about the world but this isn't um, what I'm here to talk about today I'm here to talk about some family matters and this is a very very ultra sensitive subject now um, I'm not one for washing anyone's dirty laundry in public but I'm going to say now I don't think there is any dirty dirty laundry involved so I may be about to reveal um, family secrets <laughs> but um, there's nothing dirty about any of it so <laughs> Okay, sitting comfortably. <laughs> right here we go. Now, as you know, I um, I didn't see my dad. You know, my parents split up when I was about three. Now, I do recall seeing my dad maybe once. Um, you know, when I was about four years old, I remember being on a bus with him, and I remember the, the trees lashing against the top deck of the bus, and that was an, an experience as a four-year-old uh, as the bus went past the trees. Um, and also, I remember dad. Um, teaching me how to make a cup of tea 
I remember I was sat on his knee and uh, he made this tea and uh, I remember him counting out the sugars. He was very specific about the sugars and there was to be three of them. I remember one, two, three. Right, three sugars. Now, um, to this day, uh, when I make a cup of tea, <laughs> apart from the three sugars, <laughs> but there is a certain cup of tea I make at times that smells a certain way that takes me right back to that day sitting on my dad's knee and uh, I'm watching him make the tea. Anyway, um, so I'm touching on the subject of my dad. Now I hadn't seen him, say, from 1963 or 64, and now we're up in 1980. And... Now, here we go. Now, as you know, I have an older sister, Sharon. I have an older brother, Marlon. I have an older sister, Starlet, and a younger brother, Dougie, and a younger sister, Gwyneth. Now, on that um, fateful day in 1963, August the 3rd, when family life exploded and was never the same again, um, it was my sister Starlet's fifth birthday. I might have mentioned that, um, but I think it's important that I mention it now before I tell this story, um, because I think that that um, particular incident was um, particularly traumatic. It was traumatic for all of us, but uh, particularly traumatic for my sister Starlet, you know, on her fifth birthday. So in telling this story, I have to be very sensitive uh, to people's feelings. And I, at this stage of my life, would not um, wish to cause any family rifts. But I'm telling my story. And, um, and this is very much part of my story. And I think my truth, as far as I'm concerned, must be told. I must tell it. And I think I have the blessings of my parents, who are both no longer on earth, um, to tell this story. And I'm going to now then. <laughs> when I started doing these podcasts, I didn't know where they'd go or where they'd reach, but they've reached all over the world and they've, um, so, um, but in particular, my sister Gwyneth has enjoyed the podcast. I hope you're enjoying this one, Gwyneth. And my sister Gwyneth uh, messaged me and said, Oh, I'm looking forward to these. I might find out who I am. Wow. Now, here's a mystery. Here's a little family mystery, which I'm not going to solve all the mystery now. <laughs> I think that might come later. But for now, I'm going to tell this little story. He's still with me. Thank you. As I say, it's a bit sensitive. And um, off the top of my head, here I go. So, one day, I was walking with my brother Marlon and um, we were talking about my dad his subject came up now um, my sister Sharon when she had left home uh, if you go back a few episodes you'll hear that one um, she'd gone to live with my dad and my stepmom now Marlon when he'd left home he hadn't gone straight there but he'd ended up living with my dad and um, my stepmom at some point my younger brother Dougie did as well. Um, at some point, lived with um, dad and stepmom. Now, uh, my sister Starlet never did, and my sister Starlet to this day, um, really, I'd have to say, um, hates my dad, and and I can understand her reasons. Um, now. Um, 
I didn't go and live with uh, my dad and stepmom, and neither did Gwyneth. Anyway, um, so I'm having this conversation with my brother. We're strolling through Beckenham, I think, and uh, I'm quite angry with my dad. I'd been angry with my dad the whole time I was growing up. You know, um, you know, we went through some real hard times, real poverty, and Evadne brought us up, six of us, you know, on her own, and she did fantastically. You know, Christmases, birthdays, and um, and all year round. Um, a very, very difficult job. Anyone with six children, even with a partner, you know, that's a lot of work. So hats off to Evadne and eternal respect um but here we go so i was talking to my brother and i was saying um how could he you know and i hate him i remember you know when i was at uh, cray valley thinking if my dad came up to me now smiling hello son i said i'd knock him out you know this was how i was at age 14 and 15. that's how i felt that day you know anyway you know with what we went through and um so i was talking to my brother marlon i was saying how could he how could he leave evadne with six kids and you know you know went through all the poverty etc 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 and uh, marlon said there were five of us i said there were six of us you know there were six of us he loved he said there were five of us I said, I said there were six of us. He said, and not as politely as I'm about to say it, shut your effing mouth. You don't know what you're effing talking about. There were five of us. Oh, now, uh, five years younger than my brother Marlon. <laughs> and despite, never mind the age gap. Uh, there was no way I was going to get go any further with that um i was uh, i was wise enough to know um not to push things with him anyway <laughs> so i i thought what's he on about five of us so uh well i had to go to my sister sharon to find out this because uh you know she she knew a lot and still does and is still informing me of stuff to this day <laughs> bless her i'm finding out stuff about myself and um anyway um <laughs> i was gonna say oh, i'll just quickly digress you know because i've mentioned about my first memories in a foster home now i thought i was in a foster home for maybe three or six months talking to my sister the other day I found out I was in the foster home for a year and um, so there you go these podcasts have kind of brought up a lot of stuff but anyway I had to go to my sister and find out what did Marlon mean there was only five of us there were six of us and you know ah so Sharon explained it to me she said that on that day on Starlet's birthday August the 3rd 1963 um, with Evadne six months pregnant uh, she gave birth to Gwyneth in December so yeah she was five six months pregnant at the time um, that was the day when Evadne had said to Sonny my dad Yes, I am pregnant, and it's not from you. Um, 
Now, they may have been a bit on the end. I'm not going to say any more, but that's what she... And it's not from you, and thus... And the explosion, the argument, and uh, the disruption of our lives. Um, and that is the story I was told, which was therefore informing me that my sister Gwyneth had a different father. Now, I'm not going to say anything about half-sister or anything like that because I've never believed in half-people, I've never believed in half-caste or half-brothers or half-sisters. Gwyneth has been and always will be my full sister forever. End of. And uh, and as I say, when Gwyneth was born, we all loved her, adored her, uh, sport her, cherished her. So, um, so I think we all feel the same way about Gwyneth. But I was informed that Gwyneth had a different father. Ah, well, there you are. Now, later on in life, much later on in life, I I um kind of found out one or two more things so I don't know the real I'm not in airplane mode excuse me uh, <laughs> amateur hour but um, um <laughs> but um but I don't have particularly identities of Gwyneth's father I do know the person as it were I know the connection and everything so um having having learned that in later life now as far as I'm aware, um, I don't know what Gwyneth knows. I know that my sister Starlet does not believe um, that to be the truth and would ask for um, DNA. Um, I, you know, I would, I would hope that it wouldn't have to go that far. <laughs> you know, um, that somehow we can find out who's who and what really happened. And, uh, you know, and... And it's just love, isn't it? It's all love. So whatever went on between Sunny and Evadne and whoever, it's all gone by now. And um, you know, so you know, for the truth to be out there would be a good thing. So I've just put a bit out there because um, it's just part of the story. So I found that out, and it it changed me, of course, because you know, how could I? hate my father now so you know I had always just seen the one side of him kicking off on Starlet's birthday and um, you know and it was so out of order you know what happened um, you know I just carried a lot of uh, hatred for him um, throughout the years but realizing that there was another side to the story I am um, you know and, and Marlon said you know it might be good for you to see your dad Oh, okay, so maybe it would be a good idea to see my dad. You know, I'm 20 years old, haven't seen him, I've spent my life wondering about him. Maybe it would be good to see him. And on one Saturday, there was me, me Julie, we met up with Marlon, maybe Dougie, and, um, and Marlon said, uh, I'll take you to see your dad. And... Uh, so off we went, and I remember arriving in Penge High Street at uh, at some point, and standing there talking to Marlon. I looked up the road, up towards Oakfield Road, where we used to live, and um, I saw a, a black man, a little black man, walking up the road, and he went into a newsagent shop. And from about a hundred yards away, 
and looking at him from, from the back, I said to myself, that's my dad. And it was my dad. So we walked up, we met him, he came out of the shop, he'd been buying some lemonade <laughs> uh, to uh, host us with. And, uh, and we went back to his flat at Linden Court on Allenley Park, um, Penge. And, uh, and there I met uh, his wife, Valerie, uh, my stepmom. And uh, much more, <laughs> I think, about her in later episodes. And a bit more about my dad. Anyway, at that point there, and that evening, I got to know my dad again. And it was, um, it maybe took a few years before we really got the time and got to know each other. But uh, in all the time, I did know my dad and spend time with my dad. We never argued. We never fell out. And... Uh, and I saw a side of him that made me think that he would have been a very good dad. Anyway, that wasn't to be. Anyway, I'm going to wrap it up for now. And I do hope, <laughs> I do hope that he doesn't come across as dirty laundry in public. It's my story. It's my truth. And, uh, and it's all love. So I'm going to wrap it up and hope that you join me next time for more. Um, and so to the One Love Army, I salute you. To all my listeners, I salute you wherever you are in the world. From the dread in the shed, it's blessed love to all mankind. Give thanks.